0: You're listening to The Real Well Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. Why are some people able to create higher levels of wealth faster than others? Well, it may have something to do with their mindset and their ability to overcome internal blocks. I'm Kathy Fetke and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. Normally, I interview people about their journey of creating wealth, but today we're going to dive a bit deeper into that and take a look at the power of the subconscious and how that can either help or hurt your journey to building wealth. Our guest today, Alicia St. Germain, is the founder of The Conscious Edge, a leadership and personal development company focused on empowering female entrepreneurs. But that doesn't mean the guys can't learn a lot from this conversation as well. Growing up as an investor and training more than 10,000 real estate entrepreneurs in strategies like wholesale and probate, she learned that investment techniques and tactics are only a small part of your toolbox. She saw so many women in the real estate industry struggling with overworking, analysis paralysis, money blocks, and conflict avoidance that it led to her calling as a personal coach. And she's here with us today on The Real Wealth Show. Welcome. It's great to have you here.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to
0: be here to have this conversation with you. Well, it's it's really fascinating. You started your career in real estate and now you're helping people more with the mindset around wealth. So let's start with your background in real estate and uh, how you built wealth for yourself and your family.
1: So I actually started out really growing up into real estate, kicking and screaming, I always say, because it was (laughs) something that my mom was really passionate about and had to go to work, get a job, realize I didn't like being told what to do before I went into the real estate side of things where we uh, really did a lot of wholesaling and acquiring properties through probate. Uh, holding mobile home notes and built my business so that I could have a family. And in the process, uh, I started training other people to do real estate as well. And I realized how many people were really struggling with different aspects, whether they were struggling to get started, even though they knew how to do the tactic, or they were building these businesses that they ultimately burned down because they were burnt out, that there was a lot of mindset things happening. So um, I felt my calling really to go into more of the personal development side of things. And that has become really that, that piece for me where I actively am just working with especially female real estate investors to be able to create a lot more harmony for themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the biggest blocks you see emotionally with people. Because I, I, I am a big believer that if you cannot see a positive future for yourself, if you can't imagine it, you're probably not going to have it.
1: Have so, it, yeah. yeah.
0: So what what are some of the things that you noticed when working with people or clients?
1: So a lot of uh, there's probably three main ones. One is people underperform because they don't really see themselves as having more wealth. There's a certain dollar amount that people are used to making. It's their comfort level. And making more than that feels, there's maybe a hidden unconscious belief around what making more money might mean for them, whether that's more responsibility or it makes them a bad person or some of the the dirty things that it feels like go, was, goes with money. They'll actually self-sabotage or like kind of cut themselves short in how uh, building their business bigger. Uh, The other thing is overworking where it feels like at any moment you could lose everything. And so they work and work and work at the expense of either their bodies uh, and they are unhealthy women or men, they become unhealthy Or they're sacrificing the thing that's most precious to them, whether that's family or having a lifestyle of travel. And so it's always, I will spend more time with my family or I will go do my bucket list items when I've achieved this. And the bar keeps moving. So they overwork and overwork and then never really live life. And then the third thing is the inability to change, like quickly make changes, getting set in your ways. And especially as things are shifting, people get set in a way of doing business and they're too slow to be willing to change because it feels dangerous.
0: Mm -hmm. But in a world that's changing so Mm -hmm. quickly, you've got to be able to adapt. Okay. Let's go back to number one, because that is, in my opinion, the most important. Many people don't realize that these beliefs are are absolutely running the show, but they're unconscious. Mm-hmm. So we, oftentimes we don't even know that what's driving the ship. Uh, so how do you get people to, or how do you help people see what those unconscious beliefs are that that may be running them?
1: Yeah. So I use a process where we really um, look at the unconscious mind and we pull forward what those beliefs are. So much of the mindset work that I see done is really at the conscious level where. You realize you have an error in your way of thinking and you have a feeling come up. And so you choose to act and think differently. But yet inside, there's this rub that's happening, this uncomfortableness that's happening that makes you tired or exhausted or even sometimes will have you prioritize the wrong things because it's trying to avoid this this feeling that something's unsafe. So I use something called immunity to change, which if you think of your brain like an immune system, we have an immune system. It's there for self-protection and it's a beautiful thing, but sometimes our bodies will go into what we call like an autoimmune disorder where the body attacks itself. It sees something that should be there as a danger and it starts to attack and try to um, fight that. So in our brains, if we think of our brain as an immune system, there's a mechanism of self-protection, and it's based on when you were a kid, things you observed, experiences you had, whatever you made that mean. And it's this framework that people operate with. We all have one. And so what happens is when... When you have a big goal or something that you're going after that you unconsciously have some beliefs around that it's dangerous to enter, the brain will literally cause you to do things. And if you've ever had a situation where you're like, I don't know why I just did that. I don't know why I keep you know, having this goal and I keep falling a little short or I keep making a different choice. It's typically because there's an unconscious thought. So we work through a process of looking at your your actions first, what's the feeling that that action is trying to prevent, and then what's the belief underneath there in the unconscious that if I do this, bad things will happen?
0: Yeah, I... I've- uh, many years ago, I listened to a DVD that would help me to imagine my perfect future. Mm-hmm. And with that came the idea that I would have enough money uh, to pay my bills and to have extra time and uh, and even be wealthy, mm-hmm. God forbid, right? It was that that <laughs> visualization was like, what would that feel like? And I remember in doing it, there was massive resistance within me to that concept. So I don't know if you, if you've noticed that or seen that with people, to me, that's one of the ways to uncover what's holding you back is, is just taking the moment to picture your future and the future that you ideally want. And then what fears come up around that.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. What And sometimes it can be really strong. Like people can't even see into the future enough to see that that's there, or as they picture the future, notice where it comes up in the body, notice where it comes up in uh, your, your thoughts, like what are the thoughts that go with the feelings and really taking some time to reflect. I think sometimes, especially in real estate, we get so into the doing, like just tell me what to do, tell me how to do it, and then I'm gonna magically have success. And then what happens is, Uh, It it takes more than that. And it's really about who you're being as you're going through the process. So knowing what are the underlying thoughts that are driving you, it really can be very telling.
0: Awesome. Okay. So uh, what are, again, what are some of the processes specifically that you do with clients that help them get, get through some of these blocks?
1: So I think one of the easiest things, and it takes... It takes time, right? Because you didn't develop these overnight and you're certainly not going to undo them overnight. But I think one of the, f- the first things anybody can do is really to understand what is it that your your vision is? What is it that you're going after and why are you doing it? Are you doing it and asking yourself the question, am I doing this because it's what I'm told to do? It's what I should want. It's what Someone I hired, a mentor or somebody who taught you real estate said you should do and said you should want? Or am I doing this because this actually aligns with what I want in my life, the amount of time I want to work, the kind of money I want to invest, how I want, uh, how I want to spend my time. and really getting clear on that vision and why that's your vision. And then the second part is as you go after that vision and you take steps, If you notice that you're making decisions, or I should say before you make the decision, whatever it might be that you have hesitation around, ask yourself, am I making this decision because it moves me closer to my vision? Or am I making this decision to avoid what I fear? And typically when it's, oh, I'm afraid this will happen if I don't make this decision in this way, then that's where the work is. Then it's getting to the bottom of, okay, so you know, why is this happening? And, make, and it gives you the power to make a different decision.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of times when we talk about soft skills at at real wealth which is, you know, again the mm-hmm. the mindset behind what we do, we sometimes get pushed back. People say I just want to know, just tell me how to make money in real estate. And the answer we often give is you're, you until you can until you're in a place where you can accept yourself as a successful person you're going to make a lot of mistakes or attract the wrong people to you or um, it, there there's got to be a very very clear vision of where you're headed and that all of you is accept, all of you every cell in your body has accepted that vision and also the people around you you know if you're married and your spouse is not in alignment with this vision that could cause yeah. some issues there too uh, so doing this practice together so that you're both going the same direction at the end of the day your spouse is your financial partner unless your finances are completely different but at least in california man it's 50-50 so you you better be in alignment or you'll you know you'll be like a a boat trying to tug another boat along you know it's not as easy you're not going to be flowing as quickly absolutely uh, yeah so um with the soft skills again like how do you get I, I, if you're working with women, oftentimes yep. women are more open to it, but, uh, what about their spouses who may not be?
1: So I, it's really about empowering women to, um, have the conversations with their spouse in a way that, uh, and that's where we teach some of the communication skills where it's like, you have to understand what makes that other person tick and get really good at not making if you don't land your communication the first time, it doesn't mean it's a no. It doesn't mean shutting it down. It means you just didn't land at that time and you get to go back and try a different approach. So always starting with your intention in mind that you're both on the same team and you, and you both get clear on the vision that you want to create and understanding what makes that, that partner tick, but also understanding that that partner has their own fears And so being able to really get to what is it that that person is trying to self-protect from and building them up. Like this is what's possible for us when we get on this page and here's how I see it happening. What do you think? And really honoring both positions is one person does not have to be wrong for the other person to be right. They can both be true. They can both have good reasons for the decisions that they make. And it's really bringing those two together.
0: Yeah, I love that. Understanding uh, the qualities of your spouse and mm-hmm. and what they're great at is super helpful. Mm-hmm. If they are resistant to new ideas, that often means that they just need more information. They need right. more facts, they need right. more data. And that, you know, you can bring that to them. But again, if there's a fundamental belief that maybe being wealthy is dangerous or you'll grow apart or people will only like you because you have money or whatever those beliefs might be um if that's if that's lurking in the subconscious
1: somewhere that's going to win every time totally totally and that's where I'm a big I will always be coached I will always be mentored I've always grown up with it and always had it and and I encourage anybody who's building any kind of wealth to really, if you do anything in life, but if you're up to big things, you you want to always be investing in not just your strategy and staying up to date on what's going on in the market, but really connecting to yourself. Because as you create a bigger immune system, as we, as you will, as you create a bigger vision for yourself, you will always plateau and then have to take something on to the next level. So that personal growth never stops. And it's why I, I'm out singing it all the time and telling everyone your business and your wealth will never outgrow you. It will Mm -hmm. never be bigger than you can hold. So if your business isn't at the level that you want it to be yet, the other place to look is what, who do I get to be? Where do I get to go to be the person who can hold
0: all this wealth? Absolutely. Or else you will find ways to get rid of it. Yes, you will. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, very good. Okay, so any final thoughts for our listeners who want to expand their wealth consciousness? Yes.
1: I actually really amazing opportunity is uh you spoke last year at InvestorCon. Uh and that is happening this year again in um, Scottsdale, Arizona, May 18th and 19th. And one of the things I want to encourage anybody Uh, who's a woman investor, to not only come because it's the most incredible opportunity to bond with other women and really empower yourself, uh, not just to build real estate, but to build a business and to build wealth lasts for generations. But also the day before on May 17th, I'm actually teaching a workshop called The Secrets to Building a Business Without Burnout. And we are going to actually take you through that process I described earlier so you can figure out exactly what big assumptions you're making, what your unconscious believes to be true. Uh, And then if that is um, not, or I should say the other opportunity you have is scaling up in multifamilies with Matt Faircloth. So it's two days of conference and one day of workshops, May 17th, and then May 18th and 19th is the the conference. So I highly recommend any woman in real estate be there.
0: It's really a special conference. I, I think uh, in the past, a lot of women, would think, well, why would I want to go to a conference with all women? And, uh, you know, there's, it's, it's funny, there is resist, there's often resistance there. Uh, I spoke last year and I was really blown away by the quality of speakers, the experience of those speakers, and the, just the quality of friendships that could be created and formed with like-minded women. Because a lot of times, you know, in your own neighborhood, it, it you just might be surrounded by people that aren't interested in the same things that you might be. Uh, but to be in a room with, yeah. Really successful, powerful women. It's it's it was pretty mind blowing and and pretty unique. And it was amazing the experience in that room
1: and just not just the speakers but also the attendees and and the attention to every detail of you as a person as a business owner. uh, All aspects were handled, and then the closing circle, standing shoulder to shoulder with other women and lighting each other's candles and raising each other up. It just like was emotional.
0: Yeah. It was really beautiful. I do recommend it too. I love speaking there and, and Liz who puts on the event, you know, she said, okay, we don't want you talking about what you always talk about, which is normally, you know, economic forecasts and housing forecasts. Like we want you to talk about, uh, you know, more personal stuff But I'm like, I I don't want to do that. But anyway, it was, it was really, it was really fun for me to be able to look at how have I grown my wealth consciousness because it is consistently a process you hit. you, You know, it's like, Going for a hike. I, this is the best way I could describe it. And you think um, you think the hike's going to end at the top of the hill that you see in front of you, and you get to the top of that hill, and there's another hill that's even higher. And you just need a moment to just acclimate. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I just got up this hill. Let me just sit for a minute. Um, it's it just the process of growth never ends, and if it does, that means you're maybe going in the wrong direction. You yeah. know, if you're not growing, you're dying. You know. uh, is, is one thing I've heard. So. There's always new levels and getting around people that are, that are just slightly ahead of you helps make that journey a little bit easier in the expansion process, because otherwise you're just, it's so common to hit a ceiling, to hit a ceiling, not the glass ceiling that people talk about, but our own ceiling of what we think is possible. We're the ones who have to break through that glass ceiling because no one's going to do it for us. We got to do it.
1: And I love that you shared, I love that you shared a little bit more personal and I think it's so needed Uh, there are so many masks and so much, um, thinking that we have to show up a certain way and it can provide, it can make people, uh, feel very alone. And so when we connect at a personal level and so much I'm seeing in the real estate, it's become so transactional, especially with artificial intelligence and everything coming in that like, it's still a human business. We're still dealing with humans and, and wealth and individuals that, that have passions and, it, it brings a richness. So I'm so glad that you were willing to share all of that personal
0: side. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. Going all the way back to when I was a single mom living in a basement with, you know, just a, me- just a mess. I was just a, a hot mess. So I, I was I was happy to be able to share that I felt like I came from the lowest of the lows. And, um, you know, awesome. if, it's, if it was possible for me, it's possible for anyone. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Alicia, it's really great to have you here. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, to find out more about Invest Her, it's Invest Her, H-E-R.
1: The Real estate. Um, the real estate InvestHer dot com forward slash InvestorCon.
0: Perfect. All right. Thank, thank, thank you. you so much for sharing with us. And thank you for joining me here on The Real Wealth Show. And if you're interested in joining my mastermind, you can go to my personal website, kathyfedke.com, and you'll see a drop down for masterminds. My upcoming one is for high-level syndicators, where I promise the connections will be well worth the price. Again, that's kathyfedke.com. Just click on masterminds. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you soon.